This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyo Hat Titan. AKA the conspiracy realist, AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, AKA I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, cause all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, cause you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me, AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame, going wild. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 204. Um, Fourth week of the Corona edition. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, man, I want to be positive and be like, nah, man, it's just coming to an end soon. But it ain't. This little this little run of episodes, we just gonna call the Corona Chronicles, dog. Yeah, we'll look, we'll be able to look back a year from now, hopefully with a little bit of a little bit of laughter about this shit. But you know, they you know how you heat your food up in the microwave and you press it for thirty seconds. Yeah. Then you touch you touch the chicken and it ain't quite what you want it to be. Like the edge is warm, for, but the middle cold you, as hell. <laughs> you hit it for another thirty. That's what they doing. Yeah. That's what they doing with this with these stay at homes. Like, eh. Because if they told y'all niggas we got to stay at home till Labor Day, y'all gonna go fool. Well, so that's this, probably what the fuck we need to do. This is what they what they doing right now is equivalent of I'm five minutes away. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. leaving out the house now because if you told a nigga it's gonna take you 45 minutes to get there, they they not gonna wait for you. But when you keep leading them, oh nigga, I'm leaving out the house now. Oh, I'm coming up on Telegraph. Like, no, you're not. Dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you lying. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening. They trying we to. We not. Uh, we not. We not coming out the house no time fucking soon. Yeah, man. Um, and it, I think it'll just scare too many people. Um, even though we all know that shit, uh, I think it is scary. Well, I don't know. I think some people are actually slow and they believe everything that they are told by that government. So there's that. Yeah, I'm not one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't pee on me and tell me it's right. But, you know, I get that, you know, some shit is just going to be beyond our control. I'm just trying to stay safe, man. That's man. all the fuck I give a fuck about. Yeah, man. Uh, whether it's in the house or out in the streets. And even when this day is over, like, I ain't going to be one of them niggas. Like, I'm not going to view. If the stay over Friday night, I ain't going to be a views on Saturday. I'm going like, to give I'm it a, let, f- another month. Yeah, yeah. I'll, like, I'm going to do shit that I need to do. But other than that, I'm straight. I'm straight on you. I'm straight on you niggas. Uh, so what's some things that you're not going back to doing that you used to do? Like, because I don't think this, uh, I think, um, 
I'm going BC and AC uh, before Corona, after Corona. Um, I think our BC way of living is done for 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 certain Absolutely. things. Absolutely. But I said this a few weeks ago, like whatever was normal to us before, that's that's not what it's going to be. It's, it's definitely going to be a new normal. Some things I'm never doing again. First of all, I ain't really big on motherfuckers standing right on my ass in line anywhere. Yeah. I think it was Ant that sent me some meme that this lady had uh, a fucking <laughs> sign on the back, on her back said, if you ain't six feet, I'm going to mace the fuck out of you. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be me. You're going to need to step the fuck back wherever I go. Three feet, no check, no- at least. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like how these how these lines is on the flow, letting people know what the fuck six feet is. We can we can stick with that. I don't never want to go back to nothing less than that. No, slightly uh, slightly unrelated though. Who the fuck? Who was the first nigga who thought who thought of three feet no check? Like that's some cheating ass shit, dog. Yeah, it is. Like nigga, that, I got you got to back up from three feet and you can't check me. Like what? <laughs> like anyway, that was a nigga, that you know you know how when you playing twenty. Nah, because that's some one-on-one shit. Yeah, you in the backyard like, playing and shit. Yeah, that's some one-on-one shit. That's a nigga trying to win the game. So you can inbound that's the ball and shit. Is. You know what I'm saying? Three feet, no yeah. check. Like, what? That's, that's a nigga trying to win the game. But somehow Stay it the went fuck through. back away from me. But that shit traveled through every neighborhood in the fucking country and shit, or probably a world. Like, everybody knows three feet, no check. Like, I wonder who the first nigga who invented three feet, no check. I mean, it's a pretty universal rule, though. I know, but somebody started it. <laughs> Some nigga yeah, in the backyard I was like, I can't get this ball in at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's some nigga, it's some nigga that was on a basketball court somewhere in New York getting deed the fuck up, and that was his only way of getting the ball in bounds. Somebody parent came out, uh, Jonathan, give him three feet, and you can't check him. Okay, three feet, right, no check. Right. Somebody mama helped out with that, yeah. but it's it's a great rule. Anyway, uh, what else is something I'm not going back to? I'm not going back uh, to shaking hands. I, yeah, man, you gonna have to you gonna have to nod when you see me. You know how they used to uh like because I watch Game of Thrones and all them old shit. The handshake used to be more like a arm grab. Like they used to shake yeah. all the way up top. Like I may do one of those. You you grab a nigga around the elbow. <laughs> yeah, like but I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm straight with t- touching hands because one you're already nasty in general. Like I hear people now like some I won't. There's a, a a podcaster of a different ethnicity. Say he don't wash his hands after he pee, but now because of the Corona what? shit, he yes, uh, he's a very popular, what? very popular podcast. He's of a, a different ethnicity. Uh, I'll just say that, and I'm like, it's so many people who think like that. He was like, he he even fake wash his hands with other people in the bathroom, like he like, fam. And he this was like a joke because he's also a comedian, but like he he was telling the truth. And like there are a lot of people like that, and um, I don't want to touch our hands. Oh no, man! I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with niggas like that. Let me find out you fake washing hands. We're not friends no more. And during this Corona <laughs> time, I'm washing my hands before I touch my dick because I don't want the Corona on that first. So washing my hands, <laughs> then go use the bathroom. Definitely because I'm at work. Like no, I'm washing my hands. Then I use the bathroom, and then I wash my hands again. Cause bro, my my fingertips literally be ashy every day. And I'm light skinned. Yeah. How much I wash my hands. And I'm never like no, no. Now no. what I am gonna do this week because uh, I'm on, officially I'm on vacation today and shit. Uh, what I'm gonna do this week? I'm gonna make my own hand sanitizer because some of the shit that we using, 
uh, antibacterial soap and antibacterial this hand sanitizer is killing everything on our hands and like some of the bacteria on our hands is actually good and we leaving ourselves open for a bunch of shit and it actually tells your immune system like when something is fucked up like yo we got some bad bacteria send the goons to go disinfect or whatever but when we don't have no bacteria on our hands so like um i was looking at a couple of different things where you take some aloe vera some um apple cider vinegar um some essential oils and some lemon uh and use that shit to actually kill the the corona but leave good bacteria on your hands and you can put in you know prebiotics and shit like that lotion on so uh you you you're still good but not killing good bacteria you know one thing that's crazy and and before we go back to the topic i've been seeing like a lot of people you know buying aloe plants and kind of mm-hmm. more do for self you know, I kind of grew up in the household. My mother really didn't believe in, like, giving us a whole bunch of medicine. Like, when we got sick, you know, like, allergy season, we we taking vitamins every day. I was yeah. taking, like, high liver oil pills and, you know, shit and multivitamins every day. So I wouldn't, as opposed to getting sick. And then, I mean, she was proactive as opposed to reactive. Facts, facts. So I never took a lot of, I never took a lot of medicine growing up. And my mother was, like, huge on home remedies for everything like she literally had a home remedy for everything so like this type of shit uh i like to see people i like to see a lot of people are going back to shit like that with the aloe plants you know eating more you know like like having your own mint for tea and shit Mm -hmm. like that buying ginger like i like to see people doing that because you know that's that's really how we prevented these things for so long yeah. uh, and kept our bodies healthy. And, and I appreciate, you know, people taking that approach with shit, but something else I'm never doing after, after the Rona is gone. You'll never catch me at the movies again. Mm. You motherfuckers are never, ca- you'll never be able to sit next to me. I, if I go to the movies, I see your aunt say this, I'm buying the seats on both sides of me as well. <laughs> Niggas will never be able to get, sit next to me in no movie theater. Yeah, that's tough. Or you know, you know what you should do then? Uh, you should just only go to um, this week in culture uh, when we rent out the fucking theater shit. Yeah, that's yeah. Very, it's I very mean, closed off. It's, it's only like twenty four leather seats that recline in there. We control everything. Uh, we gonna give you a monitor when you come in. <laughs> like yo, uh, you know what? I missed. I missed the first two events because they sold out so quick, but. Man, I mean, what's, what's so fucked up is shit that uh, Candyman come out in June, right? And we was like, we gonna yeah. go to Chicago and do one. But like, I don't even know if that's viable now, because I don't know that one, I'm not doing that shit that close to when, when the let out. And two, I just yeah. don't know by June if we gonna be back to normal. I think I think they give us, like you said, they're giving us really optimistic dates and times, but at some point we got to stop being optimistic and also be realistic. Like I would rather stay in the house till a week before the kids go back to school and be safe as opposed to we go out too early. Like that's, that's my fear. And then also when we go back out, we're going to see this shit sprout up again. Yeah. China just left uh, Wuhan. They just let their people out and to go back to work and, and shit like that. So they just took them out of quarantine rather. So we'll see. I don't trust all the information coming on. So listen, this one been one of the things where every time China released some information, then the thing online is like, yo, we can't trust the information coming out of China because China lie. 
we trust the information coming out of America? Like, yeah. <laughs> like if anybody gonna lie, eh, we got a history of our own people lying. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't trust any other official numbers. But I don't work in a field where I see this shit daily, so I don't know, man. Yeah, man. I'm just my whole fear is that if we all gonna go back to. You know, people going to get comfortable. We're going to start doing some of the same shit that we was doing before. And that shit is going to bubble up again. And now is Corona going to be like the flu? Like every year is going to be Corona season? You know, sort of like how it's flu season? Yeah. Because, I mean, this particular strain of coronavirus, the COVID-19, but like coronavirus is a thing that has, I won't say always, it's been here for quite some time where it Everybody was tripping on the back of the Lysol cans. Well, look, it's a coronavirus. They knew because uh, coronavirus is just a type of a virus. SARS is a, is a coronavirus. MERS is a coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? The coronavirus, a.k.a. Yeah. upper respiratory virus. So, yeah, I don't. it's never going completely away. Just as the flu has never gone completely away. You know, so. Right. I don't understand how quote unquote seasons can bring in a fucking virus. Either a nigga got it and spreading it or he don't like there's a, a flu nigga who comes around and in the wintertime. Like, <laughs> like I never get it. Like it's flu season. But if the flu is being transferred person to person, it should always be flu season then. Right. Yeah, no, but you know, like in the spring it's flowers out it's pollen, like it's other but, of this, you don't get pollen in December. Yeah, but pollen doesn't cause influenza. Not saying your allergies don't fuck up. I get allergies, right? Because the pollen and everything. But like influenza, like when they say it's flu season, they're talking about influenza. Like that shit shouldn't be seasonal if that's a person to person thing. But hey, niggas who are way above my pay grade probably know better than me and are screaming at the phone. I mean, screaming at their phone like, shut up, you're saying it wrong. So I'm probably am, but. It's just one of those things that never really made sense to me. I mean, one thing that I do enjoy about these, if I can say I enjoy anything about these Trump, Trump daily meetings, is Dr. Fossey. Because that nigga know what the fuck he talking about. Yeah, he do. That nigga know what the fuck he talking about. Yeah, he do. Um, I stopped watching him. I watched him all every single day for like two weeks. Um but now I, I stopped watching him because one should have depressed the fuck out of you. Well, he don't say nothing like Trump. Like he'll get up there and tell you how many masks and how many tests. Like we still don't got no fucking tests around here. Like I don't understand what's taking so fucking long. So if I got one test, so y'all make this one test kit, make this shit every day. Y'all got three weeks, 21 days of y'all should have been making these shits every single day, nonstop for 21 days. Where the fucking test at? Cause ain't none of this shit going to be over until you have enough test in abundance where people feel comfortable walking out their fucking house. So everybody in your house right now could be perfectly Corona free. I think I'm hundred percent Corona free, but because we don't got no tests, we don't fucking know. So we can't nobody go around each other. The test is what gets us back to normal. Oh shit, all y'all niggas, all y'all clear? Are y'all clear? Oh cool, now we can move from A to B and is B clear? Or before we move to point C, make sure everybody in point C is clear. But until the tests come out, we all stand the fuck away from each other. Yeah, man. 
So I don't know, man. Uh, man, it's been a tough week, man. I mean, every week has been a tough week, man. With with um, with losses, uh, personal losses and family losses, the whole nine yards, man. Um, it's just been tough, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I got a call that that shook up my whole shit. I lost one of one of my best homies this week. Uh. And man, this nigga been feeling. I guess the only thing I can say, man, I've been kind of feeling numb all week. Uh, you know, I don't want to say I don't have all the facts surrounding his death, and I certainly don't want to say too much information or disrespect his wife and the family in any way. But one of my best homeboys, Jermaine Hill, aka we call him Fats. Uh, you know, he he passed away this week, and it was. You know, man, I, I got the call. So, you know, I've known my homie Fat since I was probably about 17. Uh, definitely met through some rap shit, kind of, you know, took me in the crew, took me under his arm. Uh, you know, we did years worth of shows and music together. And, you know, one of our other OG homies, my man Chuck called me. My homeboy Chuck been out in Vegas for a couple of years, and so is Dirk. Uh, so when I seen the 702 number pop up, I was like, this got to be, you know, Chuck or Dirt. And, <clears throat> excuse me. It's not oh, the no. Ronas. I was, it's not the Ronas. It's, 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 it's the Kush this morning. But uh, I thought it was either my homeboy Chuck or my homeboy Dirt. So I pick up the line and I hear a female's voice. And she and it was like, Dame, this is Chuck's wife. My heart just instantly sank to my yeah. stomach because I thought something happened to my homeboy Chuck. Yeah. She was like, nah. She told me that my man Jermaine, my homeboy Fats, had uh had passed on, man. And I couldn't, bro. I can't even. It, it still kind of make me a little emotional, but man, I I, I just dropped to my knees. Uh, you know, the big fellow's only maybe about five, six years older than me, so like not a huge gap. I've known him my whole adult life, and just knowing somebody that close. You know, it was you not know, we've lost co-workers in the past couple of weeks, but this is like my dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking we hanging, getting we at the bar together, getting drinks. You know, we used to have a tradition when we would go to Capers every year. You know, if you're from the city, you know, Capers, you can do steak by the ounce. Every year on our birthday, we go up an ounce. Then once the niggas hit 30, we was like, oh, that's probably a bad idea and started scaling it back a little bit. But I mean. This is somebody I would hit the bar with, go to capers, you know, see in the streets. And, you know, when you're a young adult, you know, just kind of like living out on your own, getting out into the streets, you know, leaving your mama house for the first time, like those set of friends and experiences, yeah, you know, are, are something that you never forget. And this is somebody I'm, I'm talking like we was together every weekend for maybe like nigga, five, six years straight, like every single weekend we out and uh you know he gone now man he gone um, his daughter was like a year older than my oldest son uh you know and i just feel so bad for his wife you know in the past couple years we hadn't hung ass tough because you know he got married again you know he was really into being a family man and you know i saw how his wife changed his life for the better and made him a better man. And, you know, it wasn't no beef. It's just that, you know, you grow up and, and niggas move differently. He had another child. 
you know, now he got a four-year-old son that ain't going to have the benefit of growing up with his father. You know, he leaves behind a wife and Man, the kids they shared it's, in it's, the same household without his presence. It's real tough because um, I didn't know. Um, so one of my coworkers and my employees or whatever that, that I've known for, I don't know, we've been really close for about five years, is his wife. Uh, and I had yeah. no idea that you even knew him. So initially, yeah. you know, you you uh, you work with your, you with your coworkers more than you work with your friends, friends and family. You know what I'm saying? And people talk about their Absolutely. friends and their families or whatever. And she would talk about him all the time, all the surprises she would do for him, um, surprise him with like a, a man cave makeover. Um, then I started doing some um, videos and photography for like his surprise birthday party and a Halloween party last year. Um well, I didn't know him as closely as I know his wife, but I've met him about four or five different times. And like, um, when I got to work and they informed me what happened um, with her husband's loss, like I hit everybody. Cause like we all, we know how much he means to her and how much she means to him. And that just hit everybody like, wow. And then when I saw you post his picture, I'm like, what? Like I didn't, I had no idea. Um, I had no no idea the connection, man, and it's like six degrees of separation. And this shit is 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 so fucking real, um, and it's impacting us specifically, black folks. Yeah, harder yeah. than any other. There's there's nothing easy about death, uh, and it really kind of hit home that you know as many jokes as I don't say here and even on this show were made, like you know that it hit me like a ton of bricks like that. That's a brother to me. And, uh, you know, one, one, a few good things I can say about my homeboys. I know he's a good dude, yeah. like just genuinely, uh, like you said, man, his wife, that, that relationship and level of love that they had, like, I know that shit was real. <laughs> like she loved, she loved him. He loved her. You know, they enjoyed life together, trips, parties, you know, just really living, you know, they enjoyed their time that they had with each other and didn't take it, didn't take it for granted. And, uh, you know, I can, I can hear his laugh, you know, there's it so many jokes. I can, I can still hear his laugh. I yeah. can still, you know, see his smile and hear, hear his words. And, you know, I, I'm confident that, you know, he sometimes you say, you know, people, they went on to a better place and you say it because it's the right thing to say. But I can know that somebody like truly lived their life the right way. I know he in a better place and looking down on us. And the best thing I can tell people, if you ain't got to leave out the house, don't mm. stay the fuck in. These jobs are showing you how much they give a fuck about you. You are a number at the end of the day. You are. They'll replace the fuck out of you. After this shit is over, place is going to hire again they'll replace the fuck out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, they, they want to care, but they have business like and they the got co- numbers. They, the company they got goal, they got to do. The company goals and objective should not be on equal footing with the actual people that's working there. The people should be a higher priority than your ultimate bottom line, especially in a situation like this, when you probably going to get a bailout from the government anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the losses that some of these corporate entities are taking is not going to ultimately be real losses when they get bailed out, but they're going to put you yeah. through it, put your life on the line to get double the money, essentially. 
and it's not yeah. fair. And they are telling you exactly what we feel about you. Anybody who has the ability to work from home and they are not allowed to, they're telling you, we want, we don't care. We don't give a fuck about your life. In real life. <laughs> At, now, we uh, don't give a fuck about your life. Senator, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't know. Did I break down the math last week about the Trump checks? Um, I don't know, but I, I, I saw it. Go ahead, though. Okay. But, but let me hit y'all with something. Because this $1,200 that everybody sold, you know, I'm, you know, I know today we're actually recording this on Saturday and it's going to drop on Saturday. Yeah. You know, we just happen to be lucky enough to both have the day off. Uh, but let me break down the math on this Trump check. Uh oh, we lost Dane. Let me call him back. All right, we back. All right, my bad, man. I I'm sitting in my basement trying to record this, so I know my signal got a little shoddy. But let me break down this twelve hundred dollar Trump check for y'all, so y'all know exactly how the government feel about you and where this amount is coming from. I hope that most of you all do not know that the federal minimum wage is $7.25 per hour. My 17-year-old son that works at Wendy's makes more than minimum wage, but that's neither here nor there. It's $17.25 per hour. You times that by 40-hour work week is $290. We expect it to be in quarantine for a month, so that's four weeks. You multiply 290 times four, you get 1160. Round that shit up. 1200. There is your $1,200. The Republicans and are that dense that they expect that you can live off of $1,200. Now, I'm not knocking the money because I get it. A dollar is a dollar. Some of y'all with three, four dollars and 75 cents in your account. Right now, as you listen to this shit, this twelve hundred will bring you to twelve hundred four dollars and seventy five cents. So I am not knocking the money because it's spent everywhere and it's green. But the federal government thinks that you can actually live off of minimum wage, and that is disappointing. And what's really fucked up is that the federal minimum wage is seven dollars and twenty five cents. Now, most of y'all states that you live in have their own state minimum wage. I think in Michigan, it's like nine twenty five or something like that. Um, that's like they can't we can't legally charge you, give you less than this. Um, a lot of jobs pay a little bit more. But for everybody thinking that, oh, this is a minimum wage job or this is a this is just a starter job. There's no fucking such thing as a starter job, by the way. Like, that's just not a thing. OK, Um so at 10 o'clock in the morning, like, well, Wendy's or McDonald's, that's a starter job. But that's for kids. Well, well who the fuck serves the food during, kid, <laughs> during school time? When the, kids are, when the kid's supposed to be in school, who the fuck working there? Yeah, that's not, that's not a thing. That's Now, I get it if that's not the job that you want, but there's no such thing as a starter job. Someone opened a company and needed somebody, needed to pay somebody to work it. So, like, that's what that is. Oh, somebody trying to FaceTime me. Hold on. Um, but that's what that, there's no such thing. So like, so everybody who was clowning the, uh, the minimum wage and saying, if you think somebody can live off $7 and 25 cent an hour working on, if you think a full-time job, 40 hours a week times four weeks is only worth $1,200, something in this society, when you know the cost of everything, 
Something's wrong with you inside your brain. For 40 hours of work, 160 hours of work for an entire month. I don't give a fuck what you do for a living. That shit is worth more than $1,200, dog. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's, and, and I seriously, whether you just, whether you are honestly just fucking flipping burgers and I know we, people look down on it like it's, you know, a petty ass job. But like I said last week, it's a lot of y'all that can't cook. And if Wendy's McDonald's and Burger King wasn't open right now, you'd be fucking starving. You'd be fucking. You'd be eating. You'd be eating noodles. Look what's really making the country go round. Look what's really making the country go round right now. The country is being sustained by the quote unquote essential workers, and they are the people who you think lowly of. Yeah, they're not just the doctors and nurses. They, they the niggas flipping the burgers, dropping fries. And the, making sure you the and your one who is got something to eat. the one who is packing a, a truck with shit that you ordered online to deliver to you, the person who walks up and down the street every fucking day with mail delivering it to you, like this is what makes society go on. Like, yeah, the infrastructure is the people. Like, without the people, the quote unquote jobs that you would know that you don't like, the world does not work. Like so, even that, even if you want to be the, the vegan, right? You literally, feel you too good for. Even our vegans who want to, you know, and vegetarian eating the, the lettuce and tomatoes and all that other shit. Like there is somebody paying, getting paid three, four dollars to pick all that shit during Corona time for you to keep eating fruits and vegetables. I know that's the thing. Like yo, y'all need to eat good food. Don't eat the fast food. Eat the eat things that li-. like. Is somebody picking that shit? I know if y'all I don't know if y'all saw the videos. It's some Mexicans who all doubled up on each other wearing a thin ass mask, picking vegetables, picking fruit, so that you can fill your shelves in your local markets with that shit. Somebody needs yeah. to do that shit first. The infrastructure is not the nigga on top. The one percent does not you can't survive off that. You need the ninety-nine percent to make all this shit work the base is what makes the world go around and slowly yep. but surely we we recognize that the pop literally the power is within the people if the people say we're not going to work we can't work a hey, oh, government that y'all make all that money and hey, pay our bills right quick fam because like what you gonna do you ain't kicking all this out and we home so <laughs> come kick me out while i'm while i'm at home actually do that for yeah. me yeah <laughs> no nah, man this shit is crazy, man. Like it's it's literally fucking crazy. You know what's wild though? Um, what's that? I saw a video. What's today? Today is technically the eleventh. I saw uh, there was a, a prison riot in Lansing on the ninth um, in uh, Lansing Correctional uh, KS three. Um, the video I watched on on Facebook is about twenty two minutes long. They destroyed that motherfucking place, dog. I'm not surprised. I mean, and I get it. Um, people don't care about prisoners. Um, but the majority of everybody in prison is coming home. Like these people are going to be moved back into society. So if you don't, especially when you talk about somewhere in Lansing, that's just local lockup. But like for everybody, literally just local lockup. But everybody who don't care about prisoners, as if they're not coming home. Like y'all don't give a fuck what happens to them. Once they are reintroduced in society, don't you want a regular person back? 
like the person that you get back after serving a time you want them to be a full person like capable of moods and understand like you don't want a, a hardened maniac but y'all don't yeah. give a fuck about y'all treat them like they're not people and then when they get back released on the street you wonder why they act the way that they act so allegedly and let's not act like prisoners are just like you know <laughs> we talking about niggas in local lockups so i'm this is the nigga that you bought weed from this is your cousin this is your brother this, this is old girl that braid hair up the street these ain't you know hard murderers these well niggas, and well, these in the catching, actual prison, it could be something there. But like in jail, well, yeah, in prison, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you talking about Lance and lockup. Like this is a nigga that's coming home. No, this is you know the, what I'm saying. This is this the let this the prison this in Lansing. Oh, oh, the prison. Okay. Yeah, the My prison, bad. the prison in there with the well, the, the bro. Um, well, some some of them ain't coming home, but, but you know, it's a it's a lot of them that are. Everybody in prison it's don't got life though. Like everybody, yeah, ninety percent, if not more, people in prison have a release date. They they're coming home. Like whether that's five years from now or ten years from now, like most of these people who are in prison have a release date and they're coming home. God forbid yeah. something happened to them while they're there. They're coming home. Uh, Wayne County lockup facility number two. Um, they released a video. Um, like these folks in there asking for help. And it's only going to be so many times, so many peaceful videos released and they just showing you what's going on before the riot happened and they destroyed the entire play. Now they went around for 22, the video was 22 minutes and they were fucked up every single thing that they possibly can. No mask. They had sick people. They showing sick people in the bed like dog. They're like, they're not really giving us no testing. They're not giving us no mask. Forget whatever they tell you on the news. They, 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 they turn, they said they turn off the water. Yeah, hey, come on. And they showing, and they showing people in cells with sick people, people that don't have corona in cells with people that do have corona, and uh, you know, just just sharing and occupying that same space. And you are creating. And Wayne County is literally local lockup. Like you are. Some of these niggas. Dangerous. Some of these niggas just don't got fifteen hundred dollars to bail themselves out. Yep. Like forget whatever the charge was, because you see the charge and have a whole idea about what happened. Like I, I got close people to me who, who charges look fucked up from what actually happened, because they can charge you with ever whatever they overcharge you on purpose to get you to take a plea. So depending on right. what your charges is, I just don't got the money to bond out. I could have been at the crib. I could have been back at work, but I'm stuck in here now with real hardened criminals. It's not fair, man. Hey, that that twelve hundred that you know we all waiting for is enough to send send a lot of people in jail home. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been locked up before, and I ain't have five hundred dollars to get myself out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally had to get on the phone and beg people that I normally wouldn't speak to. You know, if I can just hey, if I can just get out, I'll be. You know, all I gotta do is get back to work. But I've literally had to beg and humble myself to people that I know held that shit up over my head because I didn't have $500 to my name to get out of lockup. Mm. So, I mean, this shit is, this shit is real. Now, I will, I, I do want to bring up one thing to, that, that happened this week. Um, while a lot of people are trying to get out of lockup so they can get away from Corona, 
they they want to be quarantined. They don't want to be all up on other people and shit. We still got niggas nigging. Did you you peeped yeah. the police chase, right? <laughs> yes, I did. So look, there was a so, poli- there was a police chase. Break it, here. Hold on, break. Br- yeah, I'm about to say break it down because everybody ain't from here. All right. So the other day, I don't know, was it? Mo- I think it was Monday. Monday there was a police chase. Uh, the backstory allegedly, and this is all alleged as far as why it started, but allegedly a gentleman took his kid from his uh, his child's mother without her permission and then allegedly said, I'll give him back if you give me some money or some shit like that. So she called the police. This I just read this on the, on the article on the website, on the uh, news site. So she called the police while he was there. Uh, when the police pulled up, he was walking towards the police, but then he turned around, hopped in the car and peeled out. Now, he peeled out with the baby still in the car seat in the car. So the police start chasing him and he got a baby on board. Now, I'm on, I'm at the crib getting ready for work and I hear a helicopter go across the uh, above my head. I'm thinking to myself, like, now why the fuck a helicopter? I'm like, one, it's quarantine time. Like, why the fuck is it a helicopter flying by? And then I get an alert saying there's a police chase. Um police chasing the car with a possible kid inside so you know you can go to uh, facebook on fox 2 news and you can watch the police chase because they they broadcast them bitches like like it's <laughs> like they're going live you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah uh so they chasing blah 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 so you know apparently like they caught off the chase because he going in throughout the neighborhoods or whatever but the helicopter kept following so because the helicopter once the bird is on you, it's done. I mean, I'm you, like the niggas. You don't get away from the bird. I'm like with the helicopter pilot. Like, look, he's thinking like it's quarantine time. If I stop chasing this nigga, I gotta go back in the house. So I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep following him or some shit. So he followed him. Police get back to him. Like, there's a couple moments where he thought he looked like he's gonna get trapped. It's like watching GTA. To be honest, because uh, overhead view. But he get he get away. Somehow, this nigga pulls up on Seven Mile Oakfield and lets the baby out he calls the baby mama apparently because that's who picked up the child so why during the police chase they stop um she run up to the car he put he put her right in front of quest mccody's store on seven miles stash house and let the baby out but is this before or after he got the gas this is before okay so he uh lets the baby out and then the police chases and ensuing and shit, right? So I'm like, man, that shit wild because during the police chase, that nigga stopped, let the baby out. But I'm thinking like, well, at least the baby gone. So then I start hearing that, like, because I, I start, I got to work. Then I start hearing like he went and he stopped and got some gas. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't believe it. And I start seeing like pictures of screenshots of him at the gas station. I'm like, how the fuck is this possible? Then I come across some other videos online. Uh, some young kids um and they in the car going wild and i don't know why everybody's outside but everybody's outside in their car and they shut the fucking gas station down on all ends they they block off all the entrances and the exits so he can gas the fuck up somebody paid for his gas somebody paid for his gas somebody pumped the gas for him but while they doing all this shit, they yelling like, y'all, fuck this shit, man. Y'all niggas done took the basketball rims. Y'all niggas done closed the clubs. Y'all done did all this shit. Fuck that. We out here. This how we doing it. And like, er- like everybody was just so happy to be outside. And they, I mean, it's three, four niggas deep in in, in all these cars and shit like that. Um, so they let him get gas and he pulled out. And then the next video, these niggas in the car 
going ham again, screaming, rolled up some weed, pulled up on the side of nigga during the police chase, rolled the window down and passed the nigga a blunt through the window during the police chase. Yeah, man. Like the, if y'all can see these videos, these young niggas has lost their fucking mind. They will not, under any circumstances, stay in the fucking house. They won't stay in the house. They won't stay away from people. They still making large gatherings. They are still fight videos currently online from the city of Detroit this week, where large groups of men and women are getting together to come fucking fight. They still doing funerals and uh, they still doing niggas is gathering at gas stations for memorials. For people who have lost their lives, I understand the emotional aspect of it. Like niggas will not sit the fuck down and won't stay quarantined. This it, we are doomed. It's never going away. So I, you know, you you speak on funerals. I had uh, a death in my extended family last week, and I went to the funeral yesterday to pay my respects. You know, I did wear a mask and glove, but. The strange thing, man, is like they only allow 10 people in the actual funeral and then everybody was spaced in the chapel six feet away from each other. So, I mean, there was no, you know, how your cousin may break down and you want to console and there's none of that. And then the funeral, when we made it to the grave site, they do not allow you on the grave site. Only the hearse could go in. Yeah. So, man, it's, it's, it's very different. You can't even, and there was no repast. You can't even bury your loved ones uh, with a full sense of closure because of everything that's going on. Yeah. But <clears throat> on top of that, this police chase is niggerdom on level 35. <clears throat> Excuse me, just clearing my throat, no Ronas. But that police chase was niggerdom on level 35. The fact that you know, like you said, he dipped out on the police. Now, besides the initial, like, I'm going to take off on the police, they did corner him at one point, and he dipped out again. The police were so close, and they got so frustrated, they kicked the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, that's how close they were to the vehicle. <laughs> it was like some cartoon shit or some TV shit when they get in the way. The nigga was so frustrated, he kicked the back of the car as it was skirting off on him. Like <laughs> right now, all things being equal, if I was ever on the run on some uh, on some shit that I would be on the run for, probably some black power shit or fuck the establishment type shit, I would love for the community to get together and help me get away and, and give me gas. <laughs> so no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the level of niggerdom that was in the video, and they were so angry that they were on quarantine and they were mad at the city for 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 taking down the basketball rims and for closing the clubs and for threatening to close liquor stores. Like fam, that's what's helping you stay alive. Yeah. And if you're not from, if you're not from Detroit, I know niggas know about eight mile because of the movie. Seven mile is a, a very popular and populated street in the city. It's a major street. 100%. So, I mean, <laughs> niggas were just, you know, riding on top of cars, going up seven miles now. Niggas in Dearborn Maybe. doing this shit. I seen videos where the Arabs was full deep, literally hanging out the window on the freeway. Yeah. Like, what's wrong? And, uh. Jay, me and you are of a certain age where we remember, like, you know, Friday, Saturday nights on seven mile, the mile would be packed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Packed with cars. is you know, literally back to back. And people drinking dry 
I mean, drinking and driving, hanging out, having a good time, though. Like, but this shit, it's on, it's on a whole nother level of the bullshit. Stay the fuck in the house, y'all. Just stay the fuck in the house. Because y'all young and y'all out here. Why? So listen, this is what I think. A lot of y'all niggas are not staying in the house because y'all homeless. Y'all don't got nowhere to live. Like y'all literally don't. Y'all go. Y'all 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 couch surf. Y'all don't have nowhere to go, or your house ain't got no heat. Y'all be outside so long that I'm convinced that you don't have nowhere to live. And that's not even like I'm not trying to like a joke. I really, really, really believe that's the case. Like y'all don't have nowhere to go, and the houses that you would normally go to are being adults about the situation and won't let strangers in. Y'all are outside because yeah. y'all got nowhere else to fucking go. You can't. Your mama done put you out. You can't go back to. You can't go back to grandma's house. Your baby mama won't let you stay there. And you and nigga, you in and out the house cold so much. outside in your car. <laughs> you in and out the house so much. Like, listen, you got one more time. You stay in or you stay out. Either or. But if you leave yeah. out this house one more time, you can't come back in this motherfucker. Because ain't nobody trying to die because you want to be stupid. Right. Or ain't nobody trying to get talk. sick because you want to be stupid. Even if I don't die, who the fuck trying to go through all that goddamn pain? Because you done chose the streets. It ain't shit to do outside. Everything closed. Fuck is y'all doing? Y'all gonna stop with this young drove disrespect. Man. <laughs> I see uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. We got a we got a an amazing group chat. An amazing group chat. But y'all gonna stop with my big with, with that young drove disrespect. Look like they this uh, is a this is big enough show to lean. <laughs> What's bigger than shoulder lean? Well, they said it's big and up oh. shoulder lean. They said which one of oh, these shows, okay. I mean, which one of these songs, and everybody picked shoulder lean. So that okay. shit is definitely not a classic song. That's not a perfect song. <laughs> but I think, man. <laughs> hey, man, majority rule. Majority rule. It wasn't just me. It was Verge. It wasn't fought. just me. It was Everybody Verge. Fought. Fought. Verge was the deciding vote, and Verge picked shoulder lean, too. So that's what. No, Verge but, picked to keep um, Rewind off. That's what it was. Verge was the deciding vote for to have rewind off. Anyway, but the fact that we did, but the fact that we did put Shoulder Lean on the list of perfect songs over Rewind, uh, it boggles my mind, and I fit, and and I fumbled, yeah. I fumbled a rock on that one. Anyway, man, I'm tired of this Corona shit, man. Let's get into some other shit, dog. All right, let's go. All right, so uh, you had posted something on the other day about uh, the, and it says the year is 1996. And you're being quarantined with only one album to play. What are you playing? Um, and it got uh, Nas Illmatic on here. Or is that um, It Was Written? No, that's Illmatic. That was, no, no, that's not Illmatic. That was It Was Written. Yeah, that was It Was Written. Uh, Red Man, Muddy Waters. Fuji's. Love that album, man. The Fuji's, The Score. Mob Deep, Hell on Earth. Uh, Little Kim Hardcore, Jay Z Reasonable Doubt, Ghostface Killer, Free Train Waquan, uh, Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's wild, by the way. Uh, yeah, nigga, it's debut wild album. That that <laughs> I mean, it's on the. It's literally on the cover of the album. <laughs> um, yeah. Outcast, AT Aliens, and Machiavelli. And um, I was surprised that everybody in this group picked the exact same album except me uh what did you pick 
I'll be honest, I'm kind of torn because this. I love that Muddy Waters album, and I was a huge Redman fan. But if I had to pick one of the two, I mean, one of these nine, I was really torn between Iron Man and Reasonable Doubt. But I'm a, I'm gonna have to go with Reasonable Doubt, honestly. Um, I pick Machiavelli. Because uh, I might as well You been, always say that's one of your favorite albums I might as well have been quarantined with Machiavelli In 1996 That may be the only CD I listened to for a good seven months <laughs> Like uh, I used to go to sleep with that shit playing Like I, I I think I memorized Like every word Like I was on Mac- Machiavelli I love that fucking album Every single song too Like I don't skip I, I put that shit on from beginning to end Every fucking song uh, It'll be Machiavelli for me um, that don't mean that I don't like this Fuji album. That don't mean I don't like the ATA. I think AT Aliens could possibly be like my second one. Cause like if you only can listen to one thing, I love that. I, I love that album. And if I know I'm only gonna listen to one thing, the fam, I don't want to hear Reasonable Doubt for every fucking day. Like I don't, I don't got the same love for Reasonable Doubt as apparently a lot of people do. Uh, but I'm not listening to that shit every day. No, I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I remember. So I remember when Reasonable Doubt dropped. That was the year after my grandmother had passed away, and she lived in Jersey. So we was we was going out there quite a, Jersey, New York, quite a bit, just trying to handle my grandmother's final business. And she had a house out there, just trying to get rid of the house. And I remember going out to New York that summer and listening to Hot 97 play Reasonable Doubt from beginning to end on the radio. And when I heard, like, Brooklyn's Finest, 22 twos, fucking Can I Live? Like, I just, rem- I, I had never, you know, being so young, because that's, that's when I, I was really kind of, like, finding my way with hip-hop. Yeah. You know, I had listened to shit. I loved N.W.A. I loved Ice Cube. But, like, I wasn't, re- I, was a, I was a West Coast hip-hop fan most of my life. And then I heard like Jay and the way he was rapping, like I was, I could sprinkle coke, make it drug related. All like I was, I was into that shit. I was into that shit. Sprinkle coke on the flow, make it drug related. I couldn't, I couldn't think of that shit to save my life. But I was into that shit, man. And Reasonable Doubt was like the soundtrack of my summer that year. Um, I can get it. I mean, you got a. You, I mean, you got an emotional connection with that shit. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was a, a time in your life that's always going because you know with the passing of your grandma. You know what I'm saying? That that's time. You are very vigilant of everything that was going on in that time and anything that possibly yeah. made you feel good and was dope. That shit stick with you forever. Music is so emotional like that. You know what I mean? So that's like when yeah. people be like, "Yo, what's your favorite album?" and you you would say it. They're like, no, they try to argue with, like, you can't argue with somebody with what's their favorite. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's their favorite. Like, that's what they like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But during this time, I would definitely, I would pick Machiavelli. I was a, I am still a huge Tupac fan. I know some people aren't, but like Machiavelli specifically. And Machiavelli, like, other than, uh, I think, Hail Mary, he, he threw some shots at, um, he threw some shots at you know rivals on Hail Mary just a little bit, and against all odds, but like, was Toss It Up on this album? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Toss It Up was on. The, I thought I think Toss It Up was was like the single. Um, it was like the first single. But like in the in the background at the end of the song, he was talking shit in the background. But like most of this album is not about 
Puffy, Bad Boy, Big, no, none of that shit. Like this album is on some that's black power shit. That's always the misconception. Yeah, that's always the misconception is like it was like a diss album or something. But this is this is one of probably his best bodies of work. And be, if we keep it in hundred, all I most of the music that Pac released wasn't on some beef shit with no individual rapper. Hit him up never even made a fucking album. That shit was only a single. Hit him up is not yeah. on all eyes on me. Like you can't even go, you can't even point to all the quote unquote disc records Pac made because he didn't make that many. Well, the ones he made that left in the studio, like was just because like I heard seven different versions of Hit Him Up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was never supposed it's to come out pre-production shit. But some, but but some yeah, some shit just is supposed to remain on the cutting room floor. But they were so busy just trying to bleed that catalog that he left behind and just you know make a couple extra dollars they was just putting out shit that we never should have heard i don't like, like hit them up yeah like you say i, re- I had hit them up on like a single it was never on a, it was never an album cut now the marketing it was behind literally it, a b-side yeah, the marketing behind it if it, it, it had a black background and him on the front cover so it looked like in concert with all eyes on me you know what i'm saying but it never made an album it was only a single yeah. and I don't like how Pac is remembered specifically on the beef shit when his five studio albums, just the five studio albums that was like approved and released while he was alive or it was completed by him. It wasn't nigga. It's like four, maybe four songs where he owns some beef shit out of five albums. And I'm being generous with the four, like his catalog and what he actually talked about. It really wasn't what, what he's remembered for. And I I just I just hate that about Pac. It's uh, he's always attached to Big. He's always attached to oh he was blowing shit out of proportion. He was the, it, it most of the music just don't support that. Now when you get some studio shit that I'm in the studio because of my my writing process, give me the pad. I'm gonna write this shit down and then I'm gonna keep what I like. Y'all took everything out of my notebook and put that shit out for the public, and that's not fair. Cause now you clouded. Yeah what my fucking person my persona is like y'all wasn't never supposed to hear that shit it wasn't done that was me freestyling in there like you're not supposed to hear this shit but yeah uh you also had another music uh well i sent one to you actually um and i don't know the answer to this question by the way uh okay well let's ask it it's uh one of our favorite games one gotta go uh, one what, gotta go. Yeah, I seen this on the internet, and it's five people though, and it says one gotta go in all of their music. You got Drake, you got Kanye, you got Lil Wayne, you got Jay Z, and you got Marshall Mathers, Eminem. One person has to go in all of their music. Off rip, do you anybody jump out to you like, yo, this is easy? Because some, some people said this shit was easy and they picked a person right off the bat. Did you feel that way? So initially, the emotional response for me was Drake because he's probably the youngest of those artists. His catalog, just based that he's his career hasn't been as long as anybody else on this list, I was like, eh. You know, I could go without Drake, but when I when I look back at it, <clears throat> and I've I've liked to slander Drake every now and again in my personal time, even though we're members of the same light skin tribe. Uh, 
He's got a really dope catalog of music. Drake got 10 solid his, years. Yeah, whether it's his songs, features, like Drake got a lot of quality music. It's, he got 10 I, years I since know. So Far Gone. And that, Now, if you listen yeah. to anything before that, you might have liked shit before that, but since So Far Gone, 10 years of music, dog. These niggas not newcomers no more. They veterans. No. No, no, Drake is Drake is a legit veteran and a legit threat in the music game. Then I had to like, you know, I I use an argument that I I will admit that I got from you. How many niggas on this list have more bad albums than good albums at this point? Mm. And when and when you start shining the spotlight like that, you know, niggas like Wayne a little and Eminem kind of bubble up to the top. Yeah, but see, this question is. One gotta go in all of their music. So some niggas told me Lil Wayne, uh, cause they, but I was like, dog, if you take away Lil Wayne and every song he's ever been on and all of the music, fam, music sounds. You don't have bling bling. You don't have bling bling. Come on, you fam. don't have. We on fire. The block is hot. Like you don't have none of that. No, you take away the Carter one, two, three. I like five hundred degrees. Um, shit. I, it's I, gone. It's gone. It's a lot of music. Then you take all the hot boy shit away. Um, shit. Songs that was on Juvenile album that Dwayne was on. Like all that shit. Got, all of their music has to go. All of the mixtapes got to go. I'm not getting rid. And so culturally impactful for me and, you know, times that you growing up and everything like that. Around the time that the Carter, the Carter one and the Carter two came out, I was leaving the crib, living on my own. You know what I'm saying? Me and my brother yeah. got a place. I got a place. Like, I remember the soundtrack of this shit. Me and Muddy was hanging out, like, every day at the Brass Key. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was, like, the soundtrack towards a, a, a certain time in my life. So I got emotional attachment to some of these songs. And I, I really, like, fucking like them, too. So Wayne is staying for me. I can't get away. I okay. can't I can't get. I can't lose Wayne because That's so fine. many different shits impacted, right? So uh, that leaves us with Kanye. Eminem and Jay-Z. And Drake. And Drake. I'm not getting rid of Kanye. Like, come on. I'm not I'm not getting rid of not, all the Kanye I mean, West music. It's, 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 it's not up for debate. We can just move on from that one. Like, come on. Come on. So now we got Jay-Z, we got Drake, and we got Eminem. Uh, I don't have uh, the same emotional connection um, to Drake's music as I do to others, but I fucking like it though. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't attach it to like, yo, I was going through this, whatever. But Drake got, come on, it's Drake, right? He got a lot of fucking hits. Yeah, I'm not getting rid of Kanye. I mean, I'm not getting rid of Jay Z. Like, let's be real. No, I'm, I'm not getting no, rid of. No, I mean that's that's just an unrealistic. That's just an unrealistic conversation. When I look at it, it's for me. It's now between Drake and Eminem. Now, so far gone when that mixtape dropped. I remember that summer. I just really separated from my wife. I was living on my own again, dating. Like literally, that was the soundtrack for me in the car with young ladies. Like that whole year, yeah. We, that whole summer, we was listening to "So Far Gone." And then for me, Eminem is it's a much bigger connection. You know, I remember being at the hip hop shop on Saturdays. I remember some of them battles. You know, I I remember when you know seeing seeing the promo shit for Slim Shady, my name is. You know, I had the shit in my car. Like, I literally had the promo singles. I had a copy of Infinite. 
Like I was, that's like that was Detroit. That was like when Detroit hip hop was really starting to bubble and everybody was taking off. And I really, and you know, we we have a staunch rule here that we don't go against shit from Detroit. Like we, this is where we from, and this is what we support. But you could make a case for Eminem not being on this list. Well, you can make a case like if I lost every Eminem track that he's ever been on, like, like culturally, <laughs> like I don't think <laughs> this sounds bad, worse than what I make it. Like I would be kind of like his shit don't Eminem's my allure with Eminem was because how lyrically good he was, how funny, how witty he was, how he put words together and shit. Right? It never went right. more than that. Like I never had like a. It don't connect with me culturally because we not come from the, we not from the same culture we not in the same age range we not from the same background other than y'all can't see me air quotes being from Detroit uh that's our connection I I I hmm, this kind of tough for me because like I can go a year or two without listening to an Eminem album fam and I'd be okay <laughs> like I I'd be yeah. cool. I'm I'm not like I'm an Eminem fan, but like I'm not one of them niggas waiting around like, oh I can't wait to like when Eminem dropped um, music to get murdered by, uh, I was like, oh okay cool that shit was kind of straight. I listened to it, but I yeah listening. I listened to it and I liked it, but like Kamikaze, I was like, uh, if I never hear it, like it has some of it has no retaining value for me. Now them first three or four albums, classics. What he first three for chair. sure, but like if you couldn't yeah. listen to the Eminem show no more, or like I mean them first three albums are, are certified classic. I I enjoy them shits right, but like, do you take those three albums over Drake's whole career? Nah, I can't honestly say I would. I, think, I can't honestly say I would. I I think um now this would take away Renegade. There's no Jay Z Renegade without Eminem. Yeah. Unless you one of my favorite Eminem songs is "Till I Collapse." Bad meets evil. Now, you granted, know, it's, it's, you can still get Renegade. You put Jay on there and keep the Royce Five Nine verses. Yeah, which would be bad. Which would be a better which song. <laughs> which would be a better <laughs> song. But <laughs> um, what if they did a Renegade Part Two with just Jay Z and, and Royce the Five Nine? If they did it right now, it would be amazing because Royce is. Royce gives. I heard Royce on uh, fuck. I do think there's gonna be a new single. There's gonna be a Jay Z and Royce to Five Nine collab within the next year or two. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I would like to hear it. Yeah. I would like to hear it. And I think and Royce thinks that as well. By the way, uh, be, Jay Jay has to recognize Royce for his lyrical dexterity. You can say whatever you want about him personally. Maybe his music is not your cup of tea. But when you talk about top tier MCing, you can't name me five niggas better than Royce the Five Nine. I mean, I, they, don't, I don't care where you start. They heard Black Savages, and that was one of the songs they used for his NFL, uh, the Jay Z NFL music thingamajiggy. Yeah, they used that shit. So like, he he knows who. Come on, everybody knows who Royce is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, you can't you can't you can't name me five. Can't name me fire rappers better than Royce Five Nine, Impossible. and I don't care. We we can talk about this discussion all day long. You can't do it. You can't Listen, do man. it. 
somebody else to, in this group thread I'm in, one of the homies was like, yo, I'm picking him. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the reason. <laughs> he said, he's <"Hey>, white. <laughs> <laughs> he was like we can't go against the black man I was like shit you make a strong argument sir it's like no <laughs> but no in real, in real life it would probably be Eminem and that sounds fucking blasphemous for me to say but cause I don't think clearly Drake does not rap better than Eminem clearly right right but I think Eminem I mean well Drake clearly writes better songs than Eminem like clearly writes better songs than Eminem uh, yeah. I, I I like more of damn. This just sound whack for me say that. I, Drake got a lot of music that I, I I would uh that I'm probably gonna listen to for a long time. Even if I like Drake or think he wrote that shit, some of them songs I'm probably gonna be listening to for a long time. So there's absolutely. That. All right, man. So listen, dog. Uh, I want to play a new game here, and this game <laughs> uh is called Pick Your Poison. And this is a card game and I found online. Uh, and uh, Cheyenne actually posted one of them in, in this group that we in. And um, it's a game and it gives you an A or <laughs> B. On. Shout out to Cheyenne for her contribution in the group chat this week. Facts. <laughs> uh, so we'll listen. just leave it at that. Hey, listen. So this game is called Pick Your Poison. Um, it's a card game and it gives you two choices and you have to pick either a so we about to find out what type of terrible person that me and dame is because no matter what <laughs> both of these answers are fucked up but you gotta pick one so pick your poison i think people have a i think people have a better idea what type of terrible i am well let's expose you for once jason all right listen. So let's go uh bring <laughs> number one pick your poison bring a sex dial everywhere you go <laughs> or dropkick your newborn baby nephew. <laughs> I actually do have a newborn baby. Well, nephew. Well, my nephew just had a baby. Does that count? I'm a grand uncle. A grand. Yeah. Okay. Your great nephew, Jason. How big does the sex style got to be? Because <laughs> if, <laughs> if I can bring a little tiny. <laughs> Hold uh, on. No, 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 no. We talked about them sex dolls <laughs> that we talked about a few years ago with the interchangeable face, and you got to put lube around the pussy hole. That's what you got to take with you. Hey, man, I love my, I love my nephew, dog. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I just take it easy. I'm, I mean, to give him a little Shawn Michaels sh- super kick, but it's gonna be a soft kick. You ain't say got to kick him hard, but you gonna catch his drop kick. No, nah, man, you gotta plan. You gotta plan them to the flow. God, I'm sorry. You gotta plan them to the flow. <laughs> sorry, Death. <laughs> I don't know, dog. That's fucked up. I'm not. Uh, I'm not carrying no sex doll. I'm gonna kick this child once. Well, hold on, hold on, time and, on, time then, on. and it's gonna be over. What with. the sex doll code? Like who? Who you wanted to code? Who you want the doll to be made after? Oh, uh, I don't. I don't want to carry a sex doll, bro. I don't care. You're you're still talking about a piece of plastic. How is she gonna be cold? What if it looked like? Bro. What if it looked like? What if it looked like freaking up? Oh, listen! What if you had a Jill Scott sex doll? <laughs> Jay, they said you have to take this sex doll everywhere you go, my nigga. You taking her to work? I leave it in you the taking car. Taking her to work every day. If I can leave it in the car, I'm taking the car. Mm-hmm. I'm take. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm just gonna leave that motherfucker in the car. She going grocery shopping with you in the car. She going out on date. 
She going out on dates with you, Jay. That bitch in the car with me everywhere I go. It's in a, everywhere I go, my man. car is with me. I don't go anywhere without man. my car. I'm going to tell you one thing. You better stay in that baby up. <laughs> you like a fucking man. <laughs> okay, listen. Uh, number two. Make dinosaur sounds when you come or never have sex again. Well, one of these things. <laughs> one of these things I already do. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, my bedroom gonna sound like Jurassic Park. Nigga, I tweeted that same thing. Like, nigga, get all the Jurassic Park sounds, nigga. Because this quarantine wanna, got me dry me out be? here, okay? And I'm, I'd rather be making dinosaur nigga. sounds, okay? <laughs> nigga, you want me to be a pterodactyl or a T Rex? Because whatever sound you think it sound like, that's what I'm going to be tonight. You're going to get these animal noises. All right, uh, Dan, pick your poison. Smash your pinky finger with a hammer or take two shots of bleach? I could survive off that. You know, I can have a broken finger and make it. Two shots of bleach, you may not see tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take the hammer. I'm going to take, take the hammer, the hammer. too. Because I didn't smash my pinky finger with a hammer before, actually. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, pick your poison. Get a tattoo of your most recent ex's face and initials or shoot yourself in the foot. I mean Where you want this tattoo at, dog? <laughs> Where you want this tattoo at? I do pretty good with my yeah, with my, my, my mates I pick, so I'll be alright. And I didn't have I didn't have a I look, I got a matching tattoo. With my ex right now, I got lips on my chest that belong to one of my ex. I done had names on me from women. I don't care about no... Nick, Nick, I posted the Down Syndrome Jesus. I don't care about no fucking tattoo. Oh, I forgot about Down Syndrome wherever. Jesus. Hey, now you got to find that <laughs> picture. That wherever. Post that bitch for Throwback I, Thursday. Yeah, I definitely will. On the shout well, yeah, page. Give me, give me a tattoo in a minute. I don't get no fuck. All right, nigga. All right, dog. Pick your poison. Never masturbate again or die in 2035. All right, man. I'm, I'm about to tell y'all something about me that I don't. I kind of keep to myself. But, like, I kind of look down on masturbation. I don't, I, don't, I don't really do that shit. I don't really want to touch myself in that manner. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to touch myself in that manner. I just think that shit is beneath me. I, I just do. I definitely need <laughs> I more mean, than fifteen I, years on the earth. It's twenty twenty right now, and I'm I'm not trying to leave. And, I'm not even married yet, so uh, I need to. No, I'm not dying in twenty twenty five. I'm just gonna have to have bitches on deck because no more, no more masturbation shit. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I can get more than another 15 out this body, though. Yeah. Uh, I guess no more jacking off. I'm cool. All right, listen. Pick your poison. Accidentally murder your best friend or have your firstborn child grow up to be a terrorist. Hey, uh, I'm cool with my son fucking shit up. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm how, cool old is, my... how old is he at this point? <laughs> your, first, your firstborn is what, 17? He just turned 17 last week. Nigga, they got New Era <laughs> Detroit listed on, I seen the niggas listed on the website as a terrorist group, nigga. Fuck it. My son joining <laughs> New Era Detroit. Fuck it. We out here terrorizing. Shit. Fuck that shit. I'm not shooting hey, my, I, I'm not I, killing I, my best friend, dog. 
I told him to leave this mark in his world. Son, <laughs> you are a grown man, and this is the choice that you made. I am your father. I will love you to the day that you die. Do what you, I mean, you ain't in my house no more. Do what you got to do. How much terror are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, on. that's what I'm thinking. Like, is he Osama bin Laden? So, like, are, are we talking that? Does that, that mean just, did that mean just join the army because we are <laughs> terrorists somewhere else? Like, I'm cool with that. Right. I'm cool with that. <laughs> like, is he walking into the airport with a bomb strapped to his chest or, you know, he. You know he he chained up outside of a, of a federal office so niggas can't get in. Right, right, that type of terrorist. You know what I'm saying? Like I go with terror in this point. Oh, all right, check it out. Uh, call your parents every time you're about to have sex and ask for permission, or be un. You've actually done that. <laughs> <laughs> I bought. <laughs> I asked her, so what are you talking about? My first girlfriend, I we had to I had to ask her mama if we can have sex. It went over well. <laughs> uh either call your parents every time you're about to have sex and ask for permission or be unable to have sex without getting pregnant or getting someone pregnant. Well, the second part is essentially my life. Uh, so, <laughs> that's, that's essentially the life I already, already lived. So, hey, eh. listen, man. Uh, it's my dad. I'm going to have to call my dad. Like, yo, dad, we good? All right, thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not about to have, every time I have sex, somebody get pregnant. If every my dad time, was alive, he, he would basically be like, stop calling me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to call because I got an, I got enough kids, man. Nigga, every time kids. you have sex, somebody's getting pregnant. I, I wonder if I get paid for that though. Was is that is that like every time you have a new partner or just be like unable the be unable to have sex without getting pregnant or getting someone pregnant? So every time you have sex, I mean, like so, it's a lot of people out here who uh, got that fertility don't, that don't issues. Mean not, so I just set up a service. I mean, she's not going to Scottsdale or getting that Plan B or seeing uh, Dr. Porn pictures. No, I can't do it. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, how many of these babies making it? That's a better question. How many of these babies making it? And how many are turned into smoothies? All right. Uh, this is these thoughts and opinions uh, <laughs> of Dango <laughs> I mean, are not. Let's, let's just have another piece of the question to it. Pick your poison. Question number eight. Toast your own hand in the toaster or put your hand in the blender and turn it on? Wow. Uh, I wasn't ready for that one. Hey, this is where uh, I stopped. I, I tap, I turned it, I, I closed my phone and I stopped looking at the questions after this one because because fire is hot as fuck. <laughs> like, fire is hot as fuck. I'm, I'm definitely putting my I- hand in the toaster though. Yeah, because all I see is my fingers just <laughs> turning into shredded, shredded pork. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take fire for a thousand. Yeah, uh. I mean the toaster ain't gonna get. I want to say it ain't gonna get that hot because no, it'd be fucking up toast. But, but I'm gonna have to take my chances. With, I can come. I can still live life with second degree burns. So <laughs> listen to this next one, dog. Pick your poison. Question number nine. 
Would you rather give your grandmother a dildo for her birthday and write, Grandpa will always be with you on the card? (laughs) 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 Or have porn audio softly playing from your pocket at all times? I'm just rolling with the porn signs songs, dog. (laughs) I would I would there would be a certain amount of humor that I would get going into places with a little bit of porn softly playing in the background, except when like I gotta go to church. As long as it's softly playing, I'm gonna do church from (laughs) church from the couch. uh, Stream church. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to stream it. I'm gonna have to I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go going to service again. I do not, one, I do I'm net no, I'm not sending that to grandma. Grandma will have a conniption and have me killed also. <laughs> so no. But that's it's it's also just like a one time thing. You know what I'm saying? My grandma's birthday was last Sunday, by the way, too. <laughs> how how old did she how many years has grandma been with us? Uh I think grandma just turned eighty seven. Yeah, I think she just turned eighty-seven. She like I one mean, year. She like one year older than uh, Farrakhan, so that's how I kind of, however old Farrakhan is, she a year older. I mean, we all we all know Grandma was having sex at one point. You know, you gonna give her a dildo? You gonna give her a dildo that says "Grandpa will always no, be with you," nigga? No, I lo- I love my gra- I love my grandmother so much. No. I'm just gonna have a porn playing in the background. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the porn sounds is gonna softly play in the back. Yeah, grandma just turned eighty seven. Yeah, she don't uh, she don't deserve that. She no. don't deserve that. No, that's not the matriarchal mom. I'm not buying a sex toy for the matriarchal mom family. Also, nah. grandma just told the entire family because we had our family reunion this summer that I was her favorite grandson. Our grandchild. I'm not fucking that up. That took a long. That took me 37 years to get. Okay, <laughs> not fucking yeah, that up. No, nah, mm. no, no. Because that's that's something you can hang your hat on forever. Uh, my family is. You know, uh, you know, you know. I'm about favorite. that too. By the way, uh, it don't matter. I'm her favorite. Y'all not. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Have this. I think we. I, I feel like we've we asked this question before. I'm gonna ask it anyway. Have your significant other leave you for your best friend or watch your significant other have sex with someone else? Oh man. Uh now I'ma be I'm a I'ma play some real t- I'm gonna be on some technical shit with this one. Okay. The second option says watch your significant other have sex with somebody else. If it's an old sex tape, give me that. I watch an old sex tape with one of my, with one of my, for my, for my, uh, a lady I'm dealing with, rather than have her leave me for my best friend. Like if those the options, well, give me an old tape. It happened before me. I don't care. I mean, I've been in a threesome or two before. I've seen my significant other have sex with another woman. I watch it. Yeah, so. I can deal with that. Yep, I'm good. I'll oh, watch. and it do say someone else. It don't say another. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I watch. I'm, I'm going with that one. I'm going with that one. <laughs> I watch. I could not look, man. My best friend, like Lincoln. So first of all, I mean, I'll just be honest. 
when it comes to dating. And hey, listen, when niggas start up, I just be honest. You know what's going on. <laughs> it's, it's gonna get bad. I don't have really a lot of women I can say are my exes because, like, I don't. I just haven't done a lot of girlfriends in my life. I didn't, you know, for my own reasons. I just really didn't see the need for it. So, I thought if you, you have been different. No, no. If you've been my girlfriend, like you've really been somebody that, like, I cared about. Like, I do a lot of dating and fucking around, but like, you know, I just don't be feeling the need to make a woman, like, make it official or make somebody my girlfriend. So when I think of my ex, like, you know, there's only a couple of my exes. You know, it don't matter what you call them; they are still exes, though. I mean, (laughs) whether they acknowledge that or not, that's that they are. Eh, all right, whatever. But I'm thinking of like when I'm thinking like my exes, I'm thinking like my ex-wife who I started a family with. Yeah, yeah, like I get if you. She ended up with if she ended up with my best friend, I don't like. Yeah, she she's allowed to move on and live her life. Uh, you know, I can't. You know, every vagina I didn't had can't be mine forever. Facts, but you're but not moving friend, on with my best friend. Fuck that. But my best friend, I'm shooting the house up. I'm shooting the house up. I S T B U. I shoot this bitch up. Yes, yeah, so I'm like. Somebody, it's, it's, got, it's got to be bloodshed over that. For sure. Uh, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. My best friend playing stepdaddy to my kids? Nah, my nigga. Do you watch the it's, TV it's show? Bo- do you watch the TV show For Life? Uh, I just start. I just watched like the first episode this week. I'm trying to trying to find new shows and shit now. It's pretty good if you catch up on demand. But in that situation, like the nigga is in prison. And his best friend is actually with his wife now because they haven't officially got divorced living in the same house. And he trying to marry her like that's your best friend. You went to prison or some shit you didn't do. And your best friend is now with your wife. Somebody got to die. dog. Yeah, I'm I'm making I'm making a call from prison. Somebody, somebody got to die. Somebody somebody going to have to see y'all. I'm, I'm making a call from I'm making the call. I'm not that progressive. If you thought I was that caring and, and I'm not that progressive. Somebody got to die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not with that. I'm All not right, with listen. that. I'd rather pick your poison. Make a living scamming the elderly or give every partner you've had an STD, but never get the STD yourself. Ooh. I'm gonna go ahead and how jump on and answer this, dog. How uh, bad is the STD? Is we talking AIDS or we talking like fam? This dick has got to be a safe haven to hoes out here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the elderly is getting scammed. Okay, the elderly got the most disposable income in the country. This dick will always be a safe haven. You will be safe with Jay. Okay, so no, I because uh, that's fucked up. You don't ever get the STD. You just give it to them. That's fucked up, man. This dick yeah, will always I'm, be a safe haven for you out there. Okay, I, you know, I was out here being messy one summer, so I, I've already been. Nah, I don't want to go with the latter. And uh, back in the day, I used to do. Te- I used to work for this telemarketing company, and we definitely used to call a lot of elderly people for donations. So they got money. Uh, They're not buying nothing. They're I, not at the club. I, they don't even leave. Jay, I was, old people been on quarantine for best, twenty years. I was one of the best salesmen in the company at that time. I felt no pain getting a fifty dollar donate. An old person to tell me, "Oh, well, I don't know how I'm gonna eat this week, but I give." I felt no pain. Listen, I felt no pain. Women, you are safe around me, but your grandparents are not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I don't live like that no more because I don't want no more STDs. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so put your grandma on the phone. Yeah. Put your grandma on the phone. I got I got some beachfront property off of Joy Road. I'm sure she's interested in buying. All right, dog. This is the next question. Uh, I think I'm I'm about to tap out this one, dog. Uh, okay. Cause this one, ah, uh, shit. Okay. Pause. Drink, break into a sperm bank and drink everything, or drink a bladder of blood. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> or drink a bag of blood from the blood bank. I'm drinking the blood, okay? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This <laughs> game took a, took a hard left. <laughs> Nigga, this thing, for sure. I'm drinking the blood. Because, <laughs> wow. I don't know what blood... I just, blood is I clearly... I didn't see this question online. Clearly, blood <laughs> is something that the gods like, because that's what you sacrifice all the time. It's, I am, Come on, fam. If any, The answer got to be blood, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I ain't drinking shit in the sperm bag. You can't give me a glass of water. Hey, this motherfucker say dish. break to the nigga say and drink everything. <laughs> <laughs> Who made this fucking game, dog? This shit is fucking horrible, dog. Who made that question? You go. This is a special seat nail for you, man. Fuck it, I mean, you better you better pour up that blood. You better pour up that blood because I can. It's just a it's just a mental thing at that point. Like they both bad. They both could probably kill you. But I know for sure where that semen came from. I'm taking that blood, man. So listen, this next question, dog. This is a this is a damn question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Let's go. Have your significant other ask you to swing with their most recent ex or Wake up in the middle of the night only to find your significant other masturbating to a photo of their ex. Oh, I don't get no fault. You better finish up and come back to bed, honey. Because <laughs> uh, unless, cool. cool. unless my ex uh, significant other was a woman, uh, no, me and your ex nigga is not pounding you out together. I'm sorry. That's not my cup, <laughs> yeah. that's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Once you finish with that photo on your phone, just come back to bed. And can you bring me a glass of water when you come upstairs? Uh, I'm cool with the second option, man. I'm not losing no sleep over that shit. All right, listen, dog. Because <laughs> low-key, she might already be doing that anyway. So, so, so this next question is fucking crazy. Uh, participate in a nursing home orgy (laughs) 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 or have a highly skilled hitman hired to kill you for the next 24 hours. Hey man, give me them Viagra. <laughs> give me them Viagra and a Red Bull and let's see, let's see how much pounding grandma can say. Uh, I feel like that highly skilled hitman it ain't gonna take much for that nigga to take me out. <laughs> it ain't gonna take much. They have a a chicken wing on the string and shit. I'm gonna be lured the fuck in. Like, look at that chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Nigga gonna catch me bringing in the trash or something, man. Nah, nah. I be at Shady Pines and falling. Whatever happens, happens. Oh man, this damn. 
All right, listen. This a I don't damn. Okay. This one gets kind of dark, okay? That's, that's the disclaimer. Okay. Have a friend or family member die every year on your birthday or be required to kill one person per year or you just kill yourself. So, since my birthday is on Thursday, I'll be turning 38 years old. Either somebody in my one of my friends and family members have to die or I got to kill 38 people. <laughs> Watch out now. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of y'all, yeah. I love my friends and family more than I love y'all strangers. So 38 of you niggas about to get state. Yeah, listen, anybody who not in quarantine on April the 16th to that's what you get for being outside. I got, uh, a, I got, I'm, a, I got a high capacity rifle. And I got I got a high power rifle and a <laughs> high capacity magazine that got more than thirty eight bullets in it. So watch out. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, niggas is get, niggas is getting shot. Niggas is getting shot. I'm not losing. No, nah, I can't take losing a friend or family member. And I'm definitely not killing like, myself. Nah, nah, I'm not. But like, can you? Like that just takes everything away from your birthday that you know when you wake up today, somebody you love gonna die. Nah, man, I like to enjoy my birthday and I'm enjoy it skeet shooting niggas. <laughs> All right, man, it's the last one, dog. <clears throat> All right, because uh, I can go on for days, but we'll this this could be a whole fucking podcast right here. Uh, <laughs> get robbed at gunpoint five percent of the time when you leave your home <laughs> after dark wow wow that's a lot that's a lot five percent of the time that you leave your home after dark you get robbed at gunpoint or receive a notification every time any of your exes have sex i'm gonna fuck when they when them whores getting fucked time out uh, time out been- you're a 38 year old man that's a lot of women you be getting a fucking are, text are we, if you get notifications on your phone. Are we are we talking ex? Are we talking exes or just chicks that I like messed around with? Like every woman that you ever had on. sex with, you get a notification every time they have sex. Man. <laughs> Shit, man, I'm gonna have to mute my fucking phone. Like it's gonna uh, get annoying, but I don't, I don't want to get robbed at gunpoint. Five percent of the time I leave out. I mean, you just can't go outside in the dark. Yeah, but that's that's. <laughs> but sometimes I'm gonna want to go out. Yeah. I'm just just send me a text. Uh, just just send me a text. Yeah, just send uh, me a text. I don't care. Just whatever. I hope y'all having fun. I hope. <laughs> like I, I wish. I really. I really hope that you're having the type of sex that you want because. So this is maybe not completely on subject, but I know I got a really fucked up story. This is not a story time with Dame, but this is a really fucked up story about somebody that I'm very close to. So I have a really good friend of mine. Uh, Him and his parents were together for like damn near 30 years. And she found his mother found out that his father was cheating. Mm. Uh, in a in a real fucked up way she just happened to be out with some of her girlfriends on lunch during the day seeing him out with another woman she saw him he did not see her found out they was cheating she confronted him with it uh you know told him he had to leave the house or whatever just a really bad 
just a really bad breakup. Uh, at one point, my friend's mother was paying strangers to run up on his dad. Wow. Like, he had no idea who these people were. He would just get, like, a random ass whooping every three months by just a strange man. Uh, <laughs> and they would catch him coming out of work, coming out to grocery stores. Sometimes she sent her brothers out on these niggas. But she would just have random niggas beating his ass. Uh, so I, I get the – so, like, that 5%, yeah, while it might be small <laughs> – That'd be the time you got your guard down, and now you got somebody with a gun to the back of your head. And nah, like, man. <clears throat> that's wild. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, she did that shit for probably about a year and a half before she was, like, done with it. All right, look, I got this one. I, more, I got one more because this one just funny. <laughs> okay. Um, have everyone you know be convinced you've had sex with another species <laughs> or perform surgery on a loved one without professional assistance. Oh man, I don't give a fuck what y'all think about me. So what? I fucked that giraffe. Yep, Listen, I had sex with another species. I've watched so much of Grey's Anatomy, ER, House, uh, every doctor show. I can do it. I can do one of these shits, man. Nigga, no, you can't. No, I can do a surgery, uh, dog. I can do a surgery. No, you can't. I watch Dr. Pimple Popper all the time. It could be a small, a little tiny invasive surgery. I could do one of these motherfuckers, man. I know I can. No, you can't, dog. I know no, I can. can. I can do an appendectomy, okay? You are lying to yourself, Jay. Listen, you I are think lying I could, to yourself. I think I could do anything, okay? I can do one of these bitches. Tonsillitis? Nigga, no. Who cares? I'm taking fucking tonsils out. <laughs> Fuck it. Tonsillitis? You, you gonna you go fucking slice the nigga to death. You cannot do that shit, man. Oh, shit. Oh, you, oh, you need to remove... You remo- can't do that shit. Oh, you need me to remove a, t- a toe? <laughs> Easy work. Chop, just chop that bitch <laughs> off. I could perform a small Look, surgery, my, dog. I'm telling you, I can. I know I nigga, can. I've, I've heard some... I've heard and terrible things about me from other people i've seen people i've dated tweet uh posted on facebook that was absolutely not true just trying to get people to convince just to convince people that i'm that much worse of a person and i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck you say what you want to about me fuck you and your mama uh your mama's no, out <laughs> yeah i i will continue to t- so what? I don't care what species you think I had sex with. If the pussy good, I might even try it. So no, nope. <laughs> I'm straight. I'm straight. Oh, say what you want to say about Dave. That's wild. Um, man, we do got another uh, another segment this week. Um, one of my favorite. Who's bars of these? Nope, nope. Uh, okay. One of my other favorite segments, uh, the Doctor Umar segment. Uh, oh man. I don't know how this shit happens or why it happens this way, but all right, here we go. An FBI check. You got a, a, a child abuse check. You got a state ch- criminal check and you got a Dr. Umar coon check. I got to check the coons. I got to do a coon analysis and a coon screening. Dr. Umar has a coon check, a coon analysis, and a coon 
screening. You got the FBI check, the government check. Every he has an FBI, he got a coon check. So this is a, a keen observation. I, I can't say that I observed myself, but I can't unsee it. Uh, the homie uh, Curve uh, mentioned that Dr. Umar will post his phone any and everywhere, but never at home. Wow, I didn't. That nigga post that. Right. That nigga got that phone set up in libraries, cars, parks, everywhere. That you will, outside a hotel yeah. room, like you will never see that nigga post his. That nigga could be homeless, dog. What you know? What I think about? What if Doctor Umar is like living with a white? <laughs> my white my, what if he got like a nice ass condo with barbers she blonde hair blue eyes my white Nubian queen right nah man the nigga gotta go dog <laughs> oh dog um, but Cheyenne, I love Dr. Cheyenne did tag me in another Dr. Umar video uh, I'm gonna wait and play that next week cause that shit I don't know. Omar just write this shit for me. This wasn't even supposed to be a weekly segment, but he got so much content that it it is. I love Dr. Umar, man. I do. What I happened? love him. <laughs> what I happened? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I just want to let him know it'll be all right, Dr. Umar. You don't you don't have you don't like we loved you for who you were, not the caricature of yourself. That you're turning into on a weekly basis. I know you're intellectual. I, be I know if, you are a smart. I wonder if it's like smart real though. At the core. Like I, I wonder if he like trolling now though. I can't tell if is he if he trolling or if he's serious. You know what I'm saying? Because like at this point, like I kind of think you're trolling. But he's a great fucking actor if he is. <laughs> like why 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 does Doctor Umar have to have to stoop to the level of pandering for social media? He, you better than that, dog. You better more? than I don't that. No man. I don't know. You don't need you better than that, man. Like, just get the school. Like, let's get let's once the Rona is over, let's get back on this lecture circuit. Let's let's raise this money. Let's get the school open, Doctor Umar. That's 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 the that's the light at the end of the tunnel. The school, not this shit, man. Talk about somebody just text me. You know, I've been posting these dad jokes uh, on my IG every day and shit. Somebody just yeah. sent me a dad joke and said, um, "What kind of drugs do ducks use?" I'm like, I don't know what. Is that quack? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, stop, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> oh, shit. Stop. Like, the amount of, I love a fucking corny ass joke, dog. Laughing, tapping rappers, the whole yeah. nine. Like, that shit is funny yeah. to me, dog. You post them dad jokes every day, and I be like, dog, you're, you're turning into an old man, Jay. Nah, you should see, I mean, people be in that motherfucker cracking the fuck up, but I won't, I won't put everybody out like that. Everybody enjoy that shit, okay? And I got a whole fucking calendar. Until, every day. Every day you post one. <laughs> every fucking day. So follow me, Jay Johnson 313 on Instagram, goddammit. Um, my whose man's is this this week is just Donald Trump cause, because Trump. Like, I feel like this is all his. This is all your fault, and and even work. You know what, man? I know whose man's is this is your segment, but I feel like a whose man's is this about Joe Biden being the next Democratic uh, nominee. You know, I made I a, like Bernie. I made an observation this week when I found out that Bernie was dropping out, and I just said this season of America 
is so fucking trash and the writing sucks. <laughs> it's so predictable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already know this shit a game, but like the writers this season, we should have the same writers that we had like when I was growing up because it was the, the, the show America was a lot more believable back then. But this shit right now, it's just so bad that I, I, we, I want us to have better writers. And I'm not sure if we are gearing up for the season finale or the series finale. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it kind of feel real season finale-ish, but it could be a series finale. I just don't know. Because they could, like, rebrand the show and come back with a new show with some of the same people. I kind of think that's what's going on. Like, we going America is done, and, like, America 2.0, um, like, it's going to happen next. I don't I don't like America no more, the the TV show, and this shit is whack. You know, Bring back the old writers. You know, Whose man's is this? You know, America. I feel like Bernie probably made some backroom deal with Joe. Like, look, if you get president, Bernie get to be secretary of state or, or some shit, some shit like that. Like, if I'm not president, Bernie going to be in the cabinet. Uh, but I feel like I feel like this is the series finale. You, w- Donald Trump is literally on the verge of being reelected again. He'll be the first impeached president to be reelected he will go down as the worst president in the history of the universe. He won't, once though. Once this shit is all said and done. He won't, Can I what? He won't, though. He won't. How, how, how I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not, but, like, I don't know that Donald Trump could have stopped this pandemic shit from happening. I, mean, I, I don't know that to be the case, but, like, whether it, uh, whether he could or not, I don't think history history is gonna be what history does. It's his story. They write this shit however the fuck he, they want to write it. He he did fire Obama's pandemic the entire pandemic team. I get he that. Fired them. I get that. But that shit was that shit was gonna happen regardless. Like they wasn't gonna stop a nigga from China from ha- like the shit was gonna happen regardless. Like because the entire world is impacted. Unless America is just the smartest niggas in the entire fucking world. Is one thing, but like the entire world has this shit, so it was gonna come no matter what. So whether it snuck over from China, whether it snuck over from Italy or Canada or whatever, like this shit was gonna get over here. Like the play is the play, but I'm I'm not saying that because I think he's doing a good job. He's not, but I just know how history works and how they write their stories. Like George Bush was a horrible president. But they don't. We don't talk about him like that no more. He started sitting next to Michelle Obama, and then the the the, the it was the stories about yeah, how good they friends lo- in loving. Yeah, and, he became loved and revered after that. Like nigga, you got us in wars. Like you was it was horrible to black people. You stole an election. You literally stole an election for the presidency. But nobody talk about that shit because that's not how history works. So yeah, he gonna go down. He gonna he gonna be like, oh, he took over and. Oh, unemployment. Oh, we had one of the the worst disasters in the history of man, and we bounced right back from it. He gonna get credit for it, cause at some point this shit gonna be over. I hope. And if he's sitting in that seat when it comes back, oh, this is the biggest uh, single day boost in the history of yeah, nigga, cause this shit was down so long. But like, it's, yeah. they gonna write it to his benefit, cause that's what they do. I mean, he's talking about letting it come back like in the next few days. I mean, it's not happening. Eventually, it's going to open up and he's going to let it happen and he's going to look like 
a savior at that point, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's how that shit work. But fuck that nigga. Fuck every president. I don't care. It's all the same team. It's all the same script. You have another nigga sitting in front of that bitch reading the cards. It don't matter. I think this is a horrible writing because this not real life. <laughs> it's reality TV. Yeah, dog. Scripted television, but using real lives as bait. But that's just my opinion. I mean, that's that's what reality TV is. Yeah. So you put people in fucked up situations when you know how they're gonna react and be like, "Oh shit, this is by chance, nigga." Come on, man. I know who the fucking come on man we all knew who the president was gonna be a long time ago so yeah I feel like they probably got like the next eight to ten presidents already already more or less planned out why wouldn't I if I if I had one if I had any bit of power that the they they the quote unquote one percent think they have right or we we think that they have why the fuck would I leave that shit up to chance? If I'm fixing and rigging NBA basketball games, I'm going to leave the presidency up to chance? <laughs> Niggas will tell oh, you about the conspiracy to... about everything, but when it comes to the presidency and the lead and the leadership of the free will, oh no, they would never do that. Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> Yo, sh- sh- shout out to the homies SJ and AJ over at the Quebec Experience. So I remember when AJ was telling me, he was like, nigga, I rigged the damn my, I'd rig the damn Jordan raffle. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> I rigged the damn Jordan raffle so my boys would get shoes. Why yeah. wouldn't something else, something more important be? Y'all rigged? say Kwame rigged the fucking b- the bidding process uh, to give contracts to his peoples, right? Nigga, every, who the fuck won't use power that way? Everybody use power that way. <laughs> Not saying you should, yeah. but you mean to tell me, oh, we're just going to leave the presidency up to chance. <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. Just, <laughs> Jay, I got a half I got a half million dollar contract with the city. Of course I'm calling my niggas up. Hey yo, y'all wanna work for a couple hours and get this money? Why wouldn't of I? Of course I'm doing it. Of course I'm doing it. So Y'all think that uh, but the presidency is gonna be left up to the American people. These niggas dumb as fuck, but that's who go man, come on man, quit it. That's why they put the, the electoral college process in place. Because we think that America's as a people in a large group y'all not too smart and if y'all voted just off what the people want nigga the, y'all gonna fuck this thing right on up the salem witch trials nigga y'all was burning people at the stake because you thought they was witches that was a full-blood democracy no we don't trust you niggas to make decisions because y'all are too emotional in group think it's easy to get people in group think so listen we'll take a look at what y'all think and then we're gonna let these 200 and such and such people uh cast the real votes because we don't trust you to make the decision for yourself which is why we live in a republic not a democracy but that's neither here nor there uh you got a music pick this week man yeah i do have a music pick this week it's coming from my nigga sada baby and ice wear vessel uh was well, ice wear vessel song featuring sada baby two hands uh the video for it just dropped yesterday on world stars out on youtube by Icewear Vezel featuring Sada Baby Two Hands. I love when Detroit niggas link up and make magic happen. Dope, dope. Two hot niggas in the East, from the East, believe yeah. it or not. We'll fuck with y'all on a music tip. I love Sada Baby. For I like sure. the music that he makes. Yeah, I did. And I love his I energy. A, I, I love always his energy. A, I wasn't always a fan, but I, I, he didn't found it. He didn't found his own style, his own lane, and I enjoy the music. So shout out to him. So do I. Uh, time for the benediction. 
uh, time for the Benny. So hold on, let me let me say something real quick. You know, I'm not really good with technology at times, and I fucked up giving my game tag out. And uh, my man and Genius hit me up because he was trying to play me online in PlayStation. He was like, "Bro, I can't find you." Uh, so I learned a hard lesson that my son's PlayStation Plus account is not my account. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's his account. And he got me the fuck on up out of there. But I am back on PlayStation Plus. I was able to find my old account and change my name around. It was Dame Classic, but now, like everything else, it is Dame Gone Wild on PlayStation. Uh, find me. I'm on Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I'm starting kind of from the bottom on Call of Duty and everything else, uh, getting back into the groove and shit, but Damn Gone Wild on PlayStation. And, you know, it's still just IG, Damn Gone Wild on IG. I can still see you on Twitter. I see some of the love. I see some of the hate, but I see it all. Uh, and, you know, Shop Talk is an army. Uh, the brand is fucking strong. We will be back in the studio in a few weeks. But I'm going to keep saying it because when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. And we definitely going to need you to book some fucking time. Yo, um, Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. You know, my birthday is on Thursday, man. April the 16th, man. Shoot me a shout out, folks. I'm going to have to have a virtual birthday party, apparently, because I can't come out the fucking house. And I'm not. I'm You're going you gonna, you gonna to do the Zoom, the Zoom pajama party, like I said? Uh, I'm not using Zoom because Zoom is unsafe. Uh, but I'm going to do something. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, man, we had a we had a we also had a good time on uh Britney's Zoom from uh what's the name of her podcast? I can't think of it. Her and Zoe, uh, she gonna kill me, man. She gonna kill me. Oh man, I can't. I'm gonna, on, I you, I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you drown a little bit because I got it on my phone, <laughs> oh, <man>. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she gonna kill me. She gonna right. kill me. I love her too. Real spit no swallow there podcast. <laughs> shout out to Britt. Oh man, Britt, I love you. I'm so sorry. But shout out to Brittany and Zoe. But Britt had a uh, her birthday was last week. She had a little Zoom get together, and all I'm just gonna say is that in the short time we was on, uh, I made my presence felt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whose man's is this? I'm with Jay Johnson. I'm with Jay Johnson. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah, man. Follow uh, Shop Talk Podcast, Jay Johnson three one three, all that shit. We see them blue and the black. You know where you at? Shop Talk Podcast Studios. I ain't saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dame. Hell yeah! Peace.